0: Good morning, good morning. It is Geek Powered on the airwaves this morning at 10.30 a.m. here in Chicago. Today we have a special treat at 11 o'clock a.m. We're gonna have a special guest do an interview with us. Her name is Janelle. She is ICSR's alum in the house and she's gonna talk about her career in technology and how she got to the place that she's at now and what she's doing in the future and just all the great things. So stay tuned, it's happening today here at geek empowered but first everybody let's talk two different things first there is a blizzard outside here in chicago it's been chaos i'm not even stepping foot outside the house like it's been snowing nonstop since yesterday evening and it's not going to stop snowing until tonight evening so if you are out there in the streets driving the cars doing whatever Be very, very careful because there is this blizzard out there. Be safe. Get what you need to get. But safety first. It's been crazy. And then the second thing that I want to talk about before we do our interview is tech. Let's talk a little bit of tech. Because the past few weeks, I have been working on many different projects tech-wise and community-wise, and I can't wait to talk about all the things. So let's see, what should we choose first? Community or tech, community or tech? Let's talk a little bit about tech. So as you all know, like I work on many different projects. I work with many different platforms. The main three that I work with is Squarespace, WordPress, and Shopify. And um, what I have, Learned from working with all three platforms or working with a ton of platforms. There's not even those three. As a designer, as a technologist, what I have learned is that understanding the framework saves you a lot of time and a lot of energy. And I kind of came across this thought as I was working on Shopify because out of the three, out of the three platforms, Shopify is my least experienced platform that I use for development and designing. Designing is kind of okay because once you're in there, you can kind of just rearrange stuff however you like. And when it really comes down to it, if the content, if the images that you have is good, then your layout is going to look good. If your content, your images are bad, then it doesn't matter what magical dust you sprinkle on it, it's still going to be a bad look. But for the past few weeks, I've been working on Shopify for a new project and it's been really interesting working with it. At first, I was a little afraid because I'm like, uh... Why can't everything just be a drag and drop? (laughs) And that makes life easier. Even though Shopify does have a drag and drop, you have to kind of pay for it. So I was just playing around with it at first. And once I got in there and once I looked at the code and understood how it worked and understood that framework, it became 20 times easier so what do i mean by understanding a framework so you don't exactly have to do what i did and dig in the code and figure out like what does the code do because even if you asked me now if you showed me a random file right now full of code i wouldn't understand <laughs> what it is at all like maybe if i dug enough if i cared enough I would. i would probably figure out what it is but at first glance i wouldn't be able to tell you so frameworks. WordPress works off of plugins. They work off of the theme, which is the skeleton of how your front page will look on your website. After that, as far as functionality of how you want your website to work, you would have to do um, plugins. And that's how WordPress works. No matter what you do, if you want your website to do something on WordPress, you're gonna to have to learn what the plugins do. And there's a lot of pros and cons to having plugins do a lot of the work for you. Um, the pros is basically, it's easier. It's a lot easier to install a plugin and have it do something for you than for you to hard code it or kind of link everything together to make it somehow work. Like for example, memberships that's the that's the biggest thing that i can think of that is 20 times a thousand times a million times easier to do with a plugin than to actually go in and do actual code so installing those plugins make life 20 times easier the downside to plugins is um usually the free ones are limited the free ones are limited if you pay, you might have to pay a certain amount per month, or you have to pay a hefty price, price blah, blah, tongue tied, a hefty price up front for this plugin to work properly. And if you install too many plugins on your website, some of them don't work well with others. Some of them will slow down your site. Some of them will completely destroy your website. So you have to be very, very careful on how you work with plugins, put in a strategy. If you can install plugins that are similar to each other are made by the same developer so that way you don't run into issues. So then there's even though I didn't mention this, I'll mention it now because Wix and Weebly similar, they're very similar. Like, okay, when it comes to the design, you can edit the design through their page builder that they have that's already in their system when it comes to building out functionality instead of plugins they actually use apps which can get a little bit confusing but think of it like how we have apps on our phone like our phone makes phone calls because it's a phone, (laughs) that's pretty much what it does. But in order to go on Facebook, in order to chat with people, in order to like make videos, in order to do social media, in order to do all these other things with our phone, we have apps, we have apps to do that. And, And Wix and Weebly, You can have the website, you can have your stuff on there that says this is my website, this is what I do, contact me. But if you want your website to do certain stuff like have a forum or have a store or have a calendar or or any of these extra things that you want on that website, you have to install different apps. So there's pros and cons with the apps too. Um, Just like plugins, some come free, some come paid. You just have to figure out which one is within your budget. And I always tell people before you pay for a plugin, Figure out whether or not it's beneficial, whether or not it's going to merge or work well with your website, whether or not it's going to do what you want it to do. Is it going to cause you complications? Because what you don't want to do is pay for a plugin, install it, and then you just find out the stuff just doesn't work for you. And you kind of just waste it your $50 on this thing. Um, So for platforms like Wix and Weebly, you just want to look at it, check it out, see what it can do, see what it can't do. Um, These apps are also limited if they are free. They are limited. Um, The biggest complaint that I hear about Wix and Weebly's platform is if you have any external third party that you want to work on your website. For example, MailChimp. This is the number one thing that comes up. MailChimp allows you to have certain code on your website to get your email subscriptions. And for platforms like WordPress, you can use code, embed it, put it in there, throw it up, and next thing you know, you got the pop-up, you got everything working. On Squarespace, Squarespace has in their hard code, where all you have to do is select MailChimp as an option, and it gets in touch with the API, the API pulls your account in, and you have your connection to your website, to your MailChimp, everything's working smoothly. On things like Wix and Weebly, they have certain apps that you can pull in for MailChimp, but they're limited. So some people try to do a workaround and embed the code into Wix or Weebly and sometimes it just does not work. You end up with a really weird box and people are wondering why that box appears is because the, the platform is a little bit limited. You have to work with their apps. You kind of have to work with what you got there. And if you want to go beyond that, then you either have to, in a really specific way, customize it to what you want it to do. And then once you're ready to expand, you either have to move to a different platform or settle with what you have or pay for it. So that is kind of the cons when it comes to platforms like Wix and Weebly. With Squarespace, everything... Um, either has to be, they don't work with plugins, they don't work with apps per se. Everything is in the um, tool that they provide, the CMS platform that they provide. They are expanding it like month to month. I kind of look in there and I see that they're expanding their capabilities. At first, it was just the standard layout where you add your images, your gallery, your your text box and all that stuff. And then um, for anything outside of that, you had to add the embedded code for it to appear on your website. But now Squarespace is expanding to add resources like, um, I'm trying to think of a few, Open Table is in there. I already spoke about MailChimp. There's another one that uh, I can't think of right away um i believe Flickr, instagram all the social media things like they are expanding what they can do is they're slowly getting there because i think with squarespace they they want to perfect it before they throw it out there whereas when you're working with plugins or you're working with apps it's like anybody who built the plugin it's fair game it's fair game they just throw it out there whether it works or it doesn't work and um and yeah that's it so circling back around to my original story of talking about Squarespace and how I tackled on Squarespace. When I first saw it, I didn't know like, is this a plugin thing? Is this an app thing? Like, how does this work? Squarespace was the first time I had to well, they do have apps. I will say they have apps. I kind of found that out quickly. They had the apps, and the apps does certain things for the website, just like Wix and Weebly and WordPress and all of that. But um I had to look further into their code to figure out how to get the layout of the website. Because what tends to happen, this happens with WordPress themes, and this happens with Shopify. Um, Surprisingly, it doesn't happen with Wix or Weebly because you can do, the thing is the whole page builder part. On the home page of most people's websites, you can structure that home page to look a certain way. So, if you want to have a gallery in the middle of all your text, you could throw in a gallery. If you want to have a slideshow, or if you want to have a contact form, or an email opt in, or whatever you want with certain themes on WordPress, you can have that plastered on the front page. For Shopify, you can have that layout that you want plastered on the front page of Shopify. With Wix and Weebly, you can do that to every single page. With WordPress and Shopify, uh, of course, the kids, we're peeling oranges here. We're peeling oranges here. This yeah, we're gonna have to use knives to peel the oranges well, I'm using it. bear with me i'm not gonna re-record because this is life and it's yep. just sometimes you just have to do what you gotta do uh-huh. and if you gotta stop in the middle of a podcast oh. To pillow orange, y'all want to say hi, kids? Hi, kids. Say hi to our listeners. Hi, hi. It's not a video. It's a podcast. It's not a voicemail. It's a a podcast.
1: I'm using this.
0: So, do you know what a podcast is, Chloe?
1: Podcast. Podcast. So it's like the radio.
2: Imagine it just like
0: the radio. I
2: play songs.
0: That's why I was playing the video earlier. Uh-oh, what is this black thing, Somebody
2: Something like, sprayed on my eye. Well,
0: that's what happens when you use a spoon, Alexis. Adi, I gotta feel no, it. No, I accidentally is. put it close. Here you go. One second, Chloe. Okay, so let's do this while we're peeling oranges. Let me see the spoon, Alexis. Maybe that was a good idea. I just need this to start. I
1: remember I was using a spoon.
0: Oh, wait, I'm gonna give you your spoon back. Here.
1: No, I'm taking a different spoon.
0: No, take this spoon. You're not about to dirty up a bunch of spoons. Okay. So what were we talking about? We were talking about the... the, Yes, a podcast. But we were also talking about how on WordPress and Squarespace... That... Oh, the movie is playing in the background. Okay. Man in Black. On Shopify and WordPress... You can, if you went in there right now, and you're like, I'm gonna build my website. On the front page, you can have that layout look however you want it to look. If you wanna put the gallery in there, the contact forms, you wanna have a YouTube video embedded, you could do all of that on the front part and make it look however you want it to look. And one second, switch it oranges. Here, Chloe, you go ahead at orange. Alexis, put the spoon up, please. it's not working and no you have to work at iterations okay so when you I'll talk about particularly Shopify so if you start from scratch and you go in there you can customize how that front page will look but once you go into all the other pages in Shopify you kind of have to just paste in whatever you want to put in there and however it looks is pretty much what you get and the only way, like, especially if, you, if you're if you beginning, if you're a beginner and you're going into Shopify and you're trying to edit your about page, the only way that you can get it to look like a certain layout is if you actually edited the HTML and worked with the code of that page and then put in some divs, put in like the image tag and your embedded code and all that stuff. And then so for shopify shopify does have apps they do have apps but in order for you to fully customize your website no matter what page that you're you're building you have to actually work with the code there is a page builder that they offer as an app it's a little bit costly if you have the budget for it i say go for it if you don't have the budget for it you'll have to actually mess with the code and the way that the code works it works in a layout templates and sections the big aha moment for me was sections because the layout the layout there's three there's three main layouts there's the gift card layout the password layout and the theme layout and basically these layouts tells your website like hey For this theme layout, I want you to have the header, the page content, and the footer. I want you to be mobile responsive. I want you to do this, I want you to do that. For the password, like maybe you won't have the header and the footer, but you need to have the content and you need to have a blocker that's saying like unless they click password, they shouldn't be getting past this page. For the gift card layout, that I haven't even looked at it yet, to be honest. I need to look at the gift card one. But maybe there's an e-commerce bar at the top of it. If I'm wrong, I'll let you know. I just haven't looked at it yet. But then once you get past the layout, you get to the templates. For the template, this, it's pretty much telling you, like, hey, this page is a customer profile. This page is the customer's orders that it needs to look at. This page is the contact form that you need to have. This page is the... um. Regular page where you're just adding your content and publishing it out there. Hey, this template is the blog where all the blog posts is going to go. And then on those templates, you have to have certain sections. So maybe for your contact page, you're going to have a section that says contact form. But then on your product page, you're going to have a section that says collection and um, the actual product. And then for your pages, for your home page so you can customize that from your shopify front end where you literally click customize and it takes you to that front page but if you want to do that same type of customization for a different page other than your homepage, then what you have to do is is create another template use a layout for that template to say hey this is a password page or a theme page or whatever page that you're going to build and then for your content you need to add the different sections that you have available to customize those sections when you click customize on your front end in shopify and i know this sounds a little bit complicated but as you work through it you'll better understand it as you see it and um learning that has like enlightened so much to me and i'm like oh this is super duper easy this is not as complicated as i thought and overall thinking about that concept is a lot of this technology a lot of these platforms is, I won't say easy because there's been days where I have banged my head against the floor. Even now, I'm banging my head against the table over an issue that might be super duper simple once I get to it, but even thinking about it, it's just like, ugh, I can't. But I don't want people to be intimidated by these different platforms. It's just a matter of understanding how their frameworks work. And once you understand how that framework works, then you can kind of break it apart and say, okay, I want to just create a new template or I just want to create a new section that does X, Y, Z on a different page. And like, once you break it down small enough, then just tackle on those small pieces and take it on. So if it was like, if I, if what I spoke about was a little bit too complicated, and you're like, oh my God, Ahe, what are you talking about? Feel free to email me, Ahe at geekempowered.com. Ahe is spelled E-H-I not A-H-E. <laughs> Definitely shoot me an email about whatever issue that you're running into and we can work it out together and I can show you the steps to take to kind of fix whatever it, whatever it is that you're stuck on. Um, also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Geek Power. In a few minutes, we're going to be calling our special guest. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to call a special guest and we're going to be interviewing her next
1: you through a lot just now okay yes
0: <laughs> yes because I started using this podcast maybe mm-hmm. six months ago so yeah. it, and you know how technology is like every every two weeks or every day there's an update there's a new change there's always something yeah yeah very true oh <laughs> uh, so how are you doing
1: I'm well I'm really well um yeah just trying to just burn the midnight oil as they say I don't know (laughs) yeah it's
0: been so long like so much has happened you had a baby you didn't move like 50 times like (laughs) right wait one second okay
1: okay can you hear me
0: yes I can hear you
1: okay great yeah I know I I keep moving (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah I'm like where are you even at right now like where are you at
1: so I'm actually in Kansas City Missouri now
0: okay nice
1: nice yeah. how is it it's okay like I don't really have any complaints you really have to it's not like Chicago where I feel like Chicago is very uh I feel like it's very easy to make friends in Chicago whereas oh, yeah. out here. It's, uh, you really have to put in the effort to socialize and to network because there is communities out here that are supportive, but you got to really look for them and like get to know the
0: the right people. I definitely understand what you're talking about. Because like, I know in Chicago, you can just like, if you're bored, you can just either up, you can just up and go and like, you'll find some place and there's a group of people just waiting for you and, and you're just <laughs> ready to connect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Texas. Exactly. Yeah, in Texas, it was way more difficult. A little bit more difficult. Like I love Houston. I love Houston. But like when I was out there, I was like, how do I even connect with the tech community? I'm like, do I just do a meetup group? Like, how does this work?
1: Right. Exactly. Like I ended up having to create a meetup because um, I started going here a meetup, but a lot of the women wanted to just have like a meetup for women of color where we could just hang out and go grab drinks and things of that nature. And there was nothing like that. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let me let me create it. So I created that meetup. And like within a week, I got like 50 people. Wow. I, so it was, clearly it was a need. And then yeah. now we have about, I think we're going on like 200 plus. People. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, that's so amazing. <laughs> I
0: know. It before, but you know, Chicago is like oversaturated. I tried it in Chicago. But yeah. Chicago's so oversaturated. Like no, but like sixteen people and sixteen people, and it took like a thousand months to get those sixteen wow. people. <laughs> wow, and
1: that's the thing. I didn't have to do a meetup like out because there's there's so many like women of color like mm-hmm. meetups. it's so easy to find your to find your sisterhood. I think out there. Yes. Where here it's really hard to find like, you know, there's a lot of black professionals out here, but they just don't know how to meet one another. Especially oh wow! Women. so it 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 takes work you Ooh. know and I and I feel bad because like you know when I got pregnant I made it when I got pregnant and then um you know and then as, as time progresses you start to you're, you're tired you don't really want to go anywhere exactly. you know,
2: you
1: right so I wasn't really holding that many needles so then I ma- made a friend who was holding quite a few um for me but then she relocated and that's one thing with this city it's a huge transition city so a lot of people oh. come here relocated here by like big corporations like cerner or vml and then you know they build up their resume and then they relocate so they've been having quite a bit of a tra- problem with like retaining talent mm-hmm. but the main reason is because it's so hard to make to make friends with like-minded people because people don't really know where to go you oh know?
0: yeah yeah it's unfortunate but at least I guess it'll keep churning over yeah
1: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's getting better
0: yeah a little yeah oh wow like that's amazing like so um so what are you currently doing like outside of the meetup like are you out there for work are you out there like launching your own brand like right yeah
1: so essentially i have relocated here um and i landed an opportunity at like a startup like within my first week of moving here and i was working as a like a UX like analyst because you know that's my that's my niche that's the field i've been working in for like seven years now or seven yeah. years I'm not even sure uh, and uh, then they kind of did like a whole like layoff of the whole company so then, <laughs> and <laughs> you know technology yeah. um, so, <laughs> so then um, after that luckily I was like you know um, I, I landed something else like after my pregnancy where um, after, I mean after my birth of my son I ended up like landing like this awesome client where um, I was working for this like a uh, well-known company, they they took me, uh, I took them on as a client, and I was doing UX like research for them. So that was like <laughs> my first big client, um, and I was able to take care of my newborn, so I really liked that, like having that flexibility. And then, um, you know, after that, with the, you know, uh, the flexibility of that, I moved on to landing another role as a director of user experience. So then, now I like jumped back into working. Um, But now, you know, I'm a new mom. So, and then my son ended up getting sick. So trying to like balance that Mm -hmm. uh, with the co-parenting and all the other things that come with like being a parent and all of those types of
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You
1: know what that's like. Um,
0: I know,
2: all of that. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I kind of had to go to them and I was just like, you know, I kind of need... Um, I need a little bit more flexibility. But, you know, at that time, they weren't really willing to kind of work with me. So I ended up just taking the leap to start my own business like full time. So that was kind of the push.
0: That's yeah. what happened to me. Like, yeah. yeah, because I was, as soon as I get pregnant with my half, fifth mm, child. <laughs> <laughs> Be proud, girl. Be proud. That's amazing. Go ahead. Like not child number three, <laughs> child <laughs> number five. Oh, <Okay, laughs> like, mmm, beautiful. I need to figure out how to take care of all these kids. Yeah, and, and yeah, and the place that I was at, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was flexible. Like they, they try to be open to like everybody, but it's like one thing I knew for sure. Is there wasn't a lot of new moms there, and if they were there, they had a support system in place where mm-hmm. they could. St- I think they weren't even travelers. I think they were people who were consistently at the office. They were local. They were able to handle everything and still like take care of their kids. Whereas I was traveling, pregnant, not pregnant. <laughs> like I was. They like yeah. they were like you got to travel. And, mm-hmm. um, once I got pregnant with him, that's when I was like, okay, I need a backup plan. I need to like figure out my exit strategy and cause it's not going to work for me. Yeah. So like, I definitely understand like sometimes, ta- like some places are flexible with that, you know, with being a mother, with having kids. And then there's just other places that isn't like, they're just yeah. not, they're not flexible.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like it, you know, it all ended on like good terms, but mm-hmm. I think. It was just necessary it was just i think it was just the push i needed to kind of take the leap because um it's it's something i've always said in the back of my mind like when i become a mom i want to be self-employed so i think it was just something that i was a little bit scared to do Mm -hmm. um it's unfortunate that it had to be it had to happen in a way where you know my kid is like you know in and out of the hospital and like you know we're uh... trying to balance that because his dad luckily um, was, you know, working for a company that allowed him the flexibility to kind of like take off work and go to the appointments and all of that. And mm-hmm. I but I was in a similar boat. But then as things were happening, I'm like, wait, he has more flexibility than I do, which is understandable because I was fairly new.
2: Yeah.
1: But, um, but still, like, I was just like, okay, I could easily do this for myself, you know, and that's what happened. I ended up landing a client And ended up being able to, like, you know, manage a client, attend these appointments, um, and kind of, like, do more research as to what was going on with Grow. And, yeah, and I guess that's kind of, like, a short summary of, like, how I ended up here. Like, a really short summary. Uh, So, um, so, yeah, and then within that, um, I also decided to, like, write a book of like how to find work from home jobs so then yeah so I self-published like a a ebook on how to find because I kept having women and you know men reaching out to me like hey you you said in college you used to work from home full time like how did you do that how did you find these companies a lot of them are scams um
0: and like you don't know how happy I was that you put this (laughs) book out here because I went through that same battle I was like okay how can I like? Once I was pregnant, I was like, "Okay, I need a backup plan." Like, how am I gonna be able to work? Yeah. And like, all you see is scams. Like, that's all you yeah. see is just like, "I made a thousand dollars today." Ask me, like, <laughs> comment me, and I'll let you know. I'm like, oh, like, what are you talking about? Like, just right what it is ah.
1: yeah, yeah, man. It's and it's. It's, it was interesting to me because I was like, oh, there's so much information on it. But, you know, I was like, am I not going to be set putting out the same info? But a lot of people were like, no, like people, some people need like a step-by-step process. Yes. On how to find these companies. So yeah. I actually have my second book. Um, I'm guessing I'm going to hold this podcast like my, as my ac- accountability partner <laughs> yes. here. But my- <laughs> <laughs> Yep. You hear, yes. You're here now.
0: You're here first on Geek & Power, the podcast. <laughs>
1: Good, exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so by next week I should have my uh, second book out which would you know uh, which is going to, yes uh, which is going to be 140 legitimate work from home companies so that <laughs> way I kind of did the work for you guys where you don't have to do you could do the re- continue to do the research from the first book but I kind of laid out like a list of companies that um, are legitimate that do hire you to work from home um And I did put up a list on, you know, my website, IWorkFromHome2.com. So you guys have, like, 50, about 50 companies, I think I listed, that are hiring for $15 an hour. Um, So I have that up there already. Uh, But, yeah, I've been trying to, like, put out as – because my ultimate goal, my ultimate passion is to, like, just empower people. So I'm trying to just do work where I feel like I'm helping people better themselves in some Mm -hmm. way. Um, So yeah, so I've been doing a lot of like mentoring, and I've been um, trying to work on like, uh, launching like a coaching, coaching as well, like mindset coaching. Um, And then I have my workshop this next weekend, um, in Kansas City, where I'll be teaching people exactly what it is I have in the book, but you know, a little, (laughs) we'll also also have a call center there, uh, so that people can sign up to like, land their first work from home job. Oh, wow. yeah, so I'm I'm trying to, like, do as much of, like, I have all these, you know, as entrepreneurs, we have, like, tons of, like, business ideas. So I'm yes. trying to, like, knock them out as much as I can you as the year to. progresses.
0: Yeah. You have to, or it'll drive you crazy. So are you currently, like, would you say you're a serial entrepreneur, you're a author, you're a teacher, you're a coach? Like, how do you, what do you put yourself under? And I know that's super difficult <laughs> <laughs> to do.
1: Uh, I would say... <laughs> I, I I feel like my ultimate goal is to just have to. I just want to empower people, but then I also want to get to a point where I can honestly say I'm a digital nomad. Like mm-hmm. I I can go overseas, get everything done, and um and you know still make have the flexibility to have a family. Um. So I guess what I would say is that um I want to be one of the people that has like you know multiple streams of income and it's fast. Yeah like passive multiple streams of income like that's my goal and I want to teach other people how to do that but in order for me to teach other people how to do that I have to figure it out myself so uh, I guess what I can call myself is I don't know an entrepreneur I don't know I I guess because I don't even want to put cereal in front of it because I'm like I, I just think all entrepreneurs we all have like
0: we want to save the world <laughs> for the world. Yeah, no, it's, that's legit, yes. Superhero, I'm thinking superhero, Wonder Woman. Yeah, we got it. I think we're getting there. We're getting, we're getting that
1: title. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, I think, and especially with both of us being from Icy Stars and them banging into our head, like, we are here to, like, better the community and we need to make yeah. jobs for others. And that's essentially my goal is just to, like, Create jobs and to create opportunities and to you know and figure I think out a way to better people. Yeah, that,
0: that is a good thing to call out. Is that that I guess what I see stars kind of taught us is that whole like okay, you have to help the community, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't understand it because they think a lot of entrepreneurs come from a money 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 hungry type of. Um, like we're just out there for the money and we just need to make as much money as possible but I think those of us who came from IC stars like our our gears are a little bit different our gears is like I I don't really care about the numbers I care about the impact that I'm making and like Mm -hmm. that's what happened when I went to go do the I went I went to go talk on a stage the other day and they saw how passionate I was, but they didn't understand my platform. They just knew that I wanted to change the community. And they were like, yeah. stop talking about the community. Talk about your platform. <laughs> I'm like, no, we got to fix it. We got to fix it. <laughs> so so right. being a mom, like being a mom, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to other moms who are like working in the corporate? They're, th- they're sitting on an idea. They might not know how to like push on that idea yet, but they're working as corporate like the corporate is not exact because like I would Mm -hmm. say a good 80 percent maybe of corporate corporations aren't really flexible to parents or moms that are trying to like do it all at the same time. So like what advice would you give them?
1: Yeah, and don't get me started on us like not having maternity leave. In Ooh, America. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's an over oh, there conversation. Um so I I guess I guess what I would tell them is to, you know, for one, like reach out to me if you want. <laughs> like that's yes. number one. Like we can have a conversation. Um and uh, also number two is to just uh, just Understand that you're, you're doing your best. Like, you know, like, like one thing I was constantly told is, you know, you have to give yourself grace. Like you have to like, don't, don't beat yourself up. You're doing your best and that's, and that's okay. And that's enough. But if you have a passion and you need to work on it, You know, do what needs to be done to to better yourself and to better your family. Yeah. And then make sure when you get home, you're still working on something that's going to better you, because if you're if you're not okay, your kids aren't okay. So
0: that message needs to go like. Yeah. Everybody needs to hear that message.
1: Yeah. So, you know, do what makes you happy. But also remember, like, yeah, you got to keep the lights on. So, like, yeah. um, you know, try to keep the lights on, but still try to find the balance of figuring out what your passion is, what your goal is, and what would make you happy when it comes to, like, bettering your family. And if that's starting a business, like, reach out to people that would be willing to just, like, talk to you and show you how to, like, get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, for both of us, you kind of got, you know, pushed into, like, okay, we got to just make this leap. Yeah. Um, But, you know, some other people, there's other people that can be a little bit more strategic about it and, you know, kind of, you know, uh, you know, make the leap at a calculated time. That wasn't really what I did. It was just, okay. well, this, you know, uh, stuff is hitting the fan right now. So I need to make this this leap today um yes but it doesn't it <laughs> yes. doesn't always happen that way right it could be handled a little bit more strategically um, and uh and that's and that's good too so um so yeah like corporate america i'm not saying like i'm saying i'm saying like it's not all bad there are people that have that are 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 good at what they do in that space but then if you feel like you're in a space, like, you know, you're in a corporate situation where you're just not happy, you're not able to, when you finish work, you're not able to, like, have the energy to be with your family and be present and those types of things. Um, and it's really draining you. You mm-hmm. might need to consider trying another approach or figuring something else out that you might be able to do. And I, and I completely relate to that. Like, I'm, I'm happy I had my son when I did. Because when I was in corporate, I was like, I was drained. Like there was yeah. a corporation I was working with where it was just, it was just, it really took a lot out of me. Um, and I could only imagine like being in that and having kids because, you know, you kind of need to be present for them. So yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So I, I would just say, like I said, like, uh, remember that you have to be okay in order for your family to be
0: okay. So figure out what that would look like. Yeah. So I have a personal question because since we both had to, like you said, we both made that leap. We were like, I can't take it. I gotta I got <laughs> go. Juice <laughs> says, I'm out.
2: Yeah. That, so
0: the morning after, how did mm. you, because I know how I felt, because like I quit Girl. the job and then <laughs> the day came where it was like, I don't have to show up.
1: <laughs> I know. I know.
0: How, how did that feel for
1: you? Well, I was telling a friend the other day, like, a friend had called me the other day, and it was like, hey, I just got fired, woohoo, like, whoa, I've never, I've never been on the other side of this, because usually, I'm the one that's like, hey, I just got laid off, I'm so happy, like, you know, (laughs) that was the calls I would make, like, I was like, oh, I just got laid off, oh, I just quit my job, oh, I'm so excited, like, that's, that's, you know which which shows which like is like clear as day that hey Janelle probably shouldn't be doing a nine-to-five because yeah she, (laughs) she gets laid off or fired or whatever she's like super ecstatic so I just felt relief like I remember yeah like I I what I did was as soon as I you know decided like we decided that we should just part ways um mm-hmm. I went to my son's daycare and I just sat with him and fed him lunch with the caretakers and I was just so happy I was like oh this is gonna be awesome like I'm gonna have the flexibility to like spend more time with him or to just figure out ways to kind of like better his future um and the next morning I was kind of in the middle in the midst of shock disbelief but also excitement yeah um, yeah, so it was just, like, a mixture of emotions. It was worry, of
0: course, of, like, what did I just do? Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be real. That was my next um, question, like, how did you feel when payday came?
1: <laughs> right, right. Um, but remember, I had landed this client, yes. too, so, like, that was, like, I kind of lucked out there, whereas I know people who made that leap, and they don't really have uh, they don't really have a safety net. Exactly. You know? So that I can only imagine. It's like, okay, this is this is euphoric, but uh, I still got to keep the lights on for me and my family. Um, what am I doing here? Right? Especially if you're like, if if, if it's just you, mm-hmm. right? So uh, these are the types of things where like I, you know, anytime I've made leaks like that, I've always had, um, for lack of a better term, uh, F FU money like on the side, like, you know, I had like a little safety net of like, you know, uh, cash saved up so that I can carry myself for a few months in case like things don't go the way that I planned. So that's what I would say is the strategy in these situations. is like, Ooh, if yes. you're going to make that leap, make sure you have like a good amount of money and make sure you budget it for like a few months to figure out like, okay, well, this is, if I don't land that client or, you know, if things don't work out, what you know? How much money do I have to pay pills? How much money do I have to pay rent? Do I need to go for unemployment? Um, you know, like, do I need to get WIC? You know, do I need to get food stamps? Like, and don't don't feel a type of way about those types of things. Like, I yeah. feel like a lot of they put a lot of like pressure on us to not take advantage of these things that are there to kind of help us survive. Um, and I think that's
0: BS. I love so... that, you said that because that happened to me. That happened mm-hmm. because right when I was pregnant and I I was coming up with this idea and I was just thinking like, Oh, how am I going to survive? And somebody said to me, she was like, you know, you're going to have to go back on public aid. Right. And and it made me feel ashamed. It was like, Oh no, I can't do that. Like, Oh my God, no, it is Mm backtracking. And and I love that you Mm -hmm. mentioned, like, make sure you have the right support structure in place. Like definitely, definitely Mm -hmm. have that support structure because I literally did the opposite. (laughs) And it was a hot mess. It was a hot yeah. mess because I just I had zero in the bank and I was just like I'm done. I can't take it. I'm out. Yeah, and I was yeah. like oh wait I have to pay rent. And so I had to like cash out. <laughs> I had to like cash out my 401k and like pay all the yep. bills and all of that. And then I'm like oh mm-hmm. crap. I gotta get clients. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> right. Like, oh, and that's, that's
1: that's another thing. Um, It's like um, like now like let's let's talk about like you're an introvert, right? Because I'm yeah. an introvert. So what do you do there? Um, yes. It's like, oh, I have to like, I like, I love my own company. Like I I, I, can, I, can enjoy my own. I'm an only child, right? Like I kind of grew up like an only child. I have half brothers and sisters. It was always me and my mom. So I enjoy my own company. But then if you want to be self-employed, you have to network. You yes. have to meet people. Yes. You have to socialize. And knowing that we get our energy from just being by ourselves, you kind of have to figure out a way to balance that in order to survive. Right. So that's like another thing me and my um, other girlfriend, we were discussing like yesterday, it's like, okay, we both are introverts. We both made this leap. She just like quit her corporate job to become an entrepreneur um, the other day. And then I had another friend who did it the week before. So like, I don't know, like I'm on the other side of like this, whereas I did it last year and no one was mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we were like, you know, maybe we should hold like, what well, that's the plan is essentially like down the, within this year, hopefully we'll be holding something like a webinar or something where we can kind of discuss how to balance being an introvert and um, creating your business mm-hmm. um, as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, how do you balance like the socializing yes. and on top of that, the the maintaining self-care when it comes to like having your alone time and then on top of that, having a family, because then when you have a family, she has more kids than I do, um, you know, when do you have your introverted, like, alone time to kind of, like, re, to just re-energize yourself? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, man, it's like, it's, it's, it sounds like glamorous and easy. Like, I feel like as, you know, sometimes like, oh, that's what I want to do. But is it what you want to do? Like, that's another thing. It's like, you know, uh, having a nine to five uh, is, it's comforting. It can yeah. be very comforting to just have like this money coming in weekly, biweekly. You have like healthcare for your kids and your, and your, and yourself, um, 401k, everything is just kind of set up for you remember when you're an entrepreneur
0: you set that up yourself exactly so <laughs> exactly and that's what i tell people because like with your with your job like you not only do you have these benefits but you also have other people to depend mm-hmm. on if you need something done and i think that's that's the hardest spot for me is when there's something that's complicated it's like mm-hmm. i can't call my superior to figure out like how to do this like this is something that I always have to figure out on my own and it, and I and it turns out to be like one of the difficulties that I had to kind of face head on and tackle. So like what was like the difficult part of like you were like okay, I'm done with my job. I got this client now I'm working. Mm-hmm. Were there any like super difficult parts that um that you faced?
1: Yeah, um yeah, like I said like the administrative stuff. I'm yeah so, I'm I'm a creative person like I went to art school I paint I draw like I am not the most organized individual and I feel like that's a part of entrepreneurship that kind of makes makes it easier is if you are structured and organized that's yeah. not who I am um so that's difficult for me all the time it's just staying on top of like the boring detailed organ you know, detailed stuff. Like, you know, when it comes to invoicing and when it comes to like taxes and maintaining like receipts and all of these types of things, like the the things they don't really talk about when it comes Mm -hmm. to being an entrepreneur. Um for me that's uh that's difficult. And then on top of that, like um yeah, maintaining oh, the isolation. It can be a little bit isolating. Yeah. Um, if if you don't make the effort to go out there and meet people and to socialize, um, you can the days can turn into like one day can feel like, uh, you know, like it, it can, like the days kind of become one. Like you forget it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. There's no like, you know, like you're not really on top of uh, uh, time. Kind of doesn't. It's different when you're an entrepreneur. Like Monday through Sunday is your work day. Um, and if you don't kind of break it up a little bit and go out and meet other people or still socialize or still get out there, um, you can cause yourself to feel isolated. You can cause yourself to really uh, get out of touch with, like, other people. You can be, become socially awkward, you know, because it's just you and your family or, or just you, period. So um, I think it's all about, like, I think it really tests you to learn how to be more balanced Um, externally and internally.
0: Nice. Yes, that Mm -hmm. is perfect. So like you just made so I just saw an article that was on my timeline. You want to talk about that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, I mean I I was completely taken aback so um, I was asked to be in the Startland News as one of the coolest STEM minority uh, owned company um, in the Kansas City area. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> I, I was. I know. <laughs> I'm still in disbelief. Um, <laughs> because I really didn't expect um April who interviewed me. I expected it to just be like a list of other entrepreneurs. I didn't know that she was going to um, or the the, the magazine was going to feature just my company. So yes. that completely was like, whoa, oh okay, we're we're doing that. Okay. Um so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was that was yeah, that was an honor. That was really sweet. Um and you know, I was talking to I was talking to a few friends about like the imposter syndrome, you know, like where you, you things things are coming like I'm trying to make this my yes year where I just like say yes to everything and just step into the light and be okay with it as as introverted as I am uh, but yeah like when you start doing these types of things you kind of have to remind yourself that yeah this is you know you you put in the hard work this is something that you deserve yes um, and 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 try to walk away from like those insecurities like try to like like those negative like thoughts you need to kind of like suppress them as much as you can because what i've been learning a lot is that like you know what you put out is what you get back um and yes. um and you manifest as much you you manifest whatever it is that you whatever it is that you want you kind of manifest it so you kind of have to be very intentional about what you say the thoughts that you have and the things that you want so I've been very focused on making sure that like I put out as much positivity as I can um I try to like limit a lot of the negative thoughts that I do that that do come to mind or just like the insecure thoughts that do come to mind um mm-hmm. and I just kind of step into that space of just like accepting like okay well if this is what's being offered to me this is something that I deserve and I need to and I need to enjoy it so yeah yeah, so that's where I'm at with, like, everything right now. So
0: let's talk about the company, because I did. I realized, like, we didn't even mention the company yet. Like...
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, so I, so the name of my company is 99 Prospects, so that's the street I grew up on in Brooklyn and New York, um, originally from Brooklyn, uh-huh. New York.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That is, like, even that alone. I'm like, you won. You won me. Whatever it is. You won. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so that's where I, like, um, I learned, like, my mom, she would bring, she used to work on Wall Street, so she would bring me, like, old computers, and I would, like, take them apart, and my dad, who, like, got me a Nintendo, so I used to take that apart as well, and that's where I kind of got really curious about technology, and I would just constantly play around with it, and at, like, Mm -hmm. age 12 is when I learned about, like, HTML, and I started, like, building websites and stuff, so... Um, so yeah, like I feel like that's why I said I called the company 99 Prospect because it kind of is owed to like my childhood and where I grew up um, as a kid and like my introduction to STEM um, mm-hmm. and. I So basically what my company is, is, I own like a user experience and telework management consultancy. So what that is, is I do UX research for companies. I kind of help them with making their products more user friendly through like UX research methodologies.
0: And then I also
1: do uh, telework management where I have become certified uh, as a telework managing officer. So um, what I do is I can better process these for companies or organizations when it comes to transferring employees over to working from home or, you know, if there's a natural disaster that's on its way um, I can help you with Mm -hmm. figuring out how to develop a process to kind of like accommodate that so that your employees can still remain productive if they do have to work from home. So like, Oh, my thing is just to like, kind of get this, idea that a lot of companies have that people are not productive when they work and reckon and help them recognize actually people are more productive when they work. they're less productive when they work in the office so you know kind of shifting that mindset um what? yeah and then on top of that like you know then I have like the I've been trying to you know do the mentoring and the coaching so like mindset coaching with people that want to make that leap from like the cubicle to self-employment, um, helping them strategize that or even helping them overcome whatever like internal insecure blockages that are kind of limiting them from their success. Um Mm -hmm. so so yeah that's essentially what 99 prospect is and what I hope it will become. Um and then you know I have my say goodbye to cubicles book where I've been doing like workshops and webinars. like based on the book that I created so that's pretty much it for now
0: (laughs) yeah I'm (laughs) like like, oh god I need to catch up I'm like wait what do I
1: do you need need to to catch up I'm trying to catch up with you are you serious (laughs) like oh girl bye (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I'm
0: like oh my god I need to do so much more but that's my mindset and i need to like and sometimes i have to like step out of that mindset for myself and it's like no ahe like you're doing the podcast you're doing the youtube yeah. thing you're doing like the workshops you're doing yeah. like the colony five thing and it's like okay it's okay yeah it's
1: okay. <laughs> yeah he, like you're an inspiration to me like you know it's crazy how we don't see our own light like i was telling b and grandice yeah. like you know our mutual friend and i was just like yeah like I like I admire you so much and she's like yeah people tell me that and I'm like she's like she you know you kind of in your head it's like oh I'm not doing enough but then you know in our heads we are a
2: hot ass yeah that's what Brandi
1: said she's like she feels like she's a hot ass mess I'm like me too but uh (laughs) but remember what we learned at Icy Star is that elevator pitch um it's something I always keep in the back of my mind it's like
0: yeah I need to get better
1: yeah I need to get better at it I need to kind of so each time like I did a podcast with Christian but I just was not prepared because it was just my first time doing something like that and I was and then you know like as you continue to do things like this yeah it helps it helps it's like okay well if somebody if I was in the elevator with like you know somebody I would love to work with what would I say um, within Mm -hmm. those first 10 to 15 minutes So, yeah, so that's all practice, girl. Like, in my head, I feel like I'm a – I just – I got too much going on. Um. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's – yeah, so that's pretty much where I'm at with it is –
0: I, I'm trying my best. You're doing all the things. So, but but what is your favorite? So like you're a writer and you're doing the mentorship and you're doing, you're going to be doing the workshop soon. And then you have the meetup group and then you have the actual like business that you're owning and operating. Like what is your favorite part of running your business? And it could be something huge or it can be something that's coming up or it's something that you did already or you're about to do. Like, what is your favorite
1: part? Um, I think the fact that I'm getting closer to uh, just kind of just, like, empower, Like my, my goal is to empower others. Like, my goal is to yeah. empower women, especially, like, women of color. Um, yes. And I feel like I'm getting closer to that goal because, mm-hmm. like, um, I feel like the the work from home book, it was really, like, heartwarming to just be receiving, like, messages people are like oh it helped me and then to read the reviews on amazon and, and people saying like yeah it was really like it really helped me with like finding that opportunity that i needed to just have as a side hustle or um or just to like kind of have some money extra money coming in um so like mm-hmm. um and then on top of that like talking like you know i've been just mentoring as a friend i didn't even know i was a mentor i just thought i was being you know just being a friend or whatever but like having people call me and just be like oh i landed that job after like talking to you like because one thing i learned is like how to negotiate my salary like how to you know uh like get a promotion like these are things i learned in corporate but i learned it from other women that i admire within my circle or whatever Mm so um So, yeah, just being able to, like, pay it forward and to help people with, like, bettering themselves and, you know, and making and to make and to getting to a level of success where, you know, they can feel good about themselves and confident. um, I, 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 that's all I want. I honestly just want to just consistently feel like every day I'm empowering someone else to be their best self.
0: That's all I want. So, that's what you're doing. Like, that's amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. Like, hearing what you're doing and, like, just knowing, like, I want to help other people, like, screw, not screw yourself, but (laughs) I want to help other people, like, make sure that they can get a job and they can provide for their families and that they can, they will be okay Mm -hmm. and they don't have to suffer. Yeah. Because, like, it sucks to be in, like, a really sucky position. feeling like you're forcing yourself to get a job that you hate and like you're scrambling to like get babysitters and all these other things. And, and what would you, what advice would you give? Like for our listeners, like what advice would you give for that mom who feels stuck and like you spoke a bit before about the mentality and they're like, okay, I want to have one of those jobs at home. Like I want to work from home. Like what, what tip would you give them?
1: Um, I, I think last year, so last year, I kind of went through like a last year and the year before was a very, I don't really want to get into the details, but it was a very dark time for me. Um, and <laughs> I honestly, it was like a time where I kind of had to do a lot of like internalizing and realizing that, you know, the only person that could kind of get me out of this space of feeling stuck is myself. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And that, you know, um, it's literally everything is about self-love. I used to think that was so cliche, like I used to think yes! such a cliche. Everybody was like, you gotta love yourself. I'm like, like
0: oh, what are you talking about? You talking <laughs> about?
1: <laughs> but when you get to that point of just like recognizing like, okay, you start asking yourself, like, if I loved myself, is this what I would do? Or if I love myself, is this what I would do? Or would I have these types of thoughts? You know, like if I really was in a space of like self-love and self-care or what would I do if I was in a place of self-love and self-care I feel like that's the answer so no matter where you are in your life like you know you're feeling stuck okay what does what would not feeling stuck look like if you was in that space in this positive space and what steps do you need to do to get there so for me not being stuck, not feeling stuck, was like, I need to surround with myself with people who are kind of like in a space of where I want to be. Or I need to socialize with people that are in a space of where I want to be and learn from them. And mm-hmm. potentially, like, you know, maybe even make some investments, like invest into things that I think is going to better my future so that I don't have to feel this way again. So, um, so yeah, I think answers all the answers for like your life your next steps in life is internal it's not external like it's kind of like yeah. you think you have to kind of look within yourself take some time to just kind of like self reflect and figure out if you're living your life for yourself or if you're living your life for someone else whether that be your husband your kids your family like are you doing this for you or are you doing it for you know just because you need to keep the lights on and if it's if and that, and that's fine too but recognize that, you know, you got to keep the lights on, but then you also got to do things that's going to like, help you maintain a sense of like, of, of happiness internally and positivity internally. So like figuring out what's your balance to to do this work that maybe is, is sucking you, sucking you dry when it comes to your soul, but then also giving you enough, uh, making you feel better, looking forward to going home and working on something that that's, lets you know that you're going to get out of
0: this space that makes you feel mm-hmm. right so so yeah i i don't know if that answers your question but... it does and it, it reminded me of this quote that i had to like research i was like wait i know this quote let me find it and like you reminded me of the quote that tracy ellis ross uh ross like uh, she said it she she said right now can you make an unconditional relationship with yourself just at the at the height that you are, the weight that you are, with the intelligence that you currently have, and your current burden of pain, mm-hmm. can you enter into an unconditional relationship with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what you made me think of, because like we have to, we have to just not exactly accept where we are, but just love ourselves where we're at enough to find that one thing that keeps us going.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah. just push through it.
1: Yeah and that and that for me at that time was my son like a yeah. lot of the 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 man like all i all i said last year was like if i didn't have roman this would have went so much more differently like there was a lot of situations that occurred where it's like i'm like oh if this was old janelle like i would have i would i would have caused so much chaos in this in these yeah. types of situations but yeah uh, but because i know that i have like this This little person and they're um, watching and they're watching and and they're watching (laughs) um (laughs) yeah I made a lot of better decisions for myself um and a lot of better decisions for our future Mm so um but yeah I think I was good at it before him but I feel like it I kind of took it to a whole other level like when when I had when I had him and I think the timing it makes sense that he came at the time that he did um a Mm -hmm. lot of things just didn't make sense to me I'm like why am I in Kansas City like why am I doing these like why 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 it makes sense now like you know I needed to be in a place that the cost of living was low so I can better my family and and pursue my business and yeah you know know, and be a be kind of like uh in a space where they don't know much about UX or whatever so that I can you know kind of like make these connections um And uh, so, yeah, it all makes sense when you look back. So, like, I think that's another thing to keep in mind is that when you're in this dark tunnel and there is no light on either side of it, recognize that there, just remember that there is going to be a light as you go further down the tunnel. So, like, you know, we always have a very dark point in our life where it just seems like there's no way out. But remember that there's always going to be a way out. And eventually you will get out on the other side. So, um, so, yeah, just kind of just, you know, try your best, because I, I, I know, like, it's hard to, to hear that when you're in a dark space, like, it doesn't make sense
0: when you're in that space. Yeah, it is. It's so hard when you're in that space, when you're in that space, like, you try to, you try to block out all the positivity, and, like, literally, because it happens to me, it happens to all of us, and, like, you get into that really dark space, and we're just, like, I'm a failure, I'm this, I'm a horrible parent, I'm that, I'm so stupid, Mm -hmm. I'll never get this through, and, like, those thoughts, they, they make an impact. Like, yeah. They make the situation wor- worse. And it's really hard. It's so hard to kind of block those thoughts out. And like, even for myself, I have to do a lot of mental work. I have to literally tell myself, stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to, if I say it, I have to say it out loud. I have to say, just stop. Right. And block out those thoughts. And then think about everything that I did accomplish. Mm-hmm. Even if it's small. Like, I woke up and I fixed pancakes. And they didn't get burnt. yeah and and you got you have to celebrate those little wins to get yourself out of that deep dark space because like once you're in there it just sucks you in and you just become miserable and then it's just this cycle of like being miserable and like you have to it's very difficult to pull yourself out of of it Mm -hmm. but it's not impossible
1: yeah it's not impossible you have to forgive yourself
0: like yes. you, you
1: honestly have to like get to a point of just like consistently forgiving yourself and recognizing that you're doing your best like another yeah. thing like I feel like you know we're going to run out of time but another thing is like you know this is very mom focused because we are both moms <laughs> but um yes. but yeah like you know there's these there's women that like are going through postpartum right and it's you know you we don't talk about that much in the black community but like, what do you do in those situations as well, right? Like, it's like, okay, I have to, I have to like, keep the lights on, I have to take care of the kids, I have to go to work, and I just can't, I just, I'm not present.
0: Like, you know,
1: like, what, what, like, how, what do you do there? And I, and I feel like, you know, that's another conversation that, like, needs to be had, like, you know, I, yes. I, I want to have something where I sit down with, like, you know, that's another thing I was telling my friend, I was, like, I really want to make sure we do something this year where we are, as entrepreneurs and moms, but we kind of have, like, a space for, like, women to kind of, like, you know, understand that, like, it's not it's not it's not all like roses and flowers like it's really hard to like make this leap into entrepreneurship but you know you got to make sure that you're okay internally um, yeah as well and to make these to make these steps and you know essentially this is how we did it we don't have all the answers but this is how we did it and hopefully you know this can help you with like kind of like taking that leap or maybe not taking that leap right now deciding if this is the best time for you to do it with all the pressures of like managing everything
0: Um, so yeah that's so perfect and I'm so like you've given us so much within the last hour so many different gems there was so much that I wanted to like jump on. I'm like oh I want to talk about that Oh, (laughs) and and I love it and thank you so much for like taking the time to be in this podcast interview today if people want to contact you and they're like I need her right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's the best way what's the best way for our listeners to reach out to you
1: sure um they can contact me at janelle at 99prospect.com um and you know i'm also like i have my website www.99prospect.com and if they wanted to check out my book uh they could go on my website iworkfromhome com.
0: perfect thank you so much you're welcome annie it's always a pleasure <laughs> yes oh okay well i know that you are on the schedule and you're like prepping for your next for your next thing so i'll let you go okay all right all right talk to you later okay all right bye bye hey everybody i really hope you enjoyed that interview with the founder of 99 prospect That is the numbers, literally the numbers, 99, P-R-O-S-P-E-C-T.com. Make sure you visit her website and um, you learn more about her. You contact her if you need her. Like, the interview was so good. Like, I loved the interview that we had today. She gave out so many different gems about just having a career and trying to make that leap from career to full-time entrepreneur and what that looks like and like the steps that you have to prepare for. And, um, for those of you who, and we talked about like being in a deep, dark space and like just trying to get ourselves together and keep everything together. Like we're trying to get everything together in our lives, but also keep ourselves together mentally. So we don't just lose it. Um, I think that's very, very important for Anybody, like everybody, where we're trying to just get through our day-to-day lives. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. We're all de- like nobody's perfect. We're all dealing with our own uh, chaos. Like even now, like I'm recording, <laughs> I'm recording the podcast. I'm wrapping up the interview, and I am like cooking grilled cheese in my house for the kids. Like it's hard to keep it all together. Come on, I day, and I got to pick him up. Somebody just woke up from a nap, but um if you are like one of those people in those deep dark spots just know that there is support there is help like even for myself like i do reach out when i need the help um it is not picture perfect from what you see on social media and what you see in the articles um it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get through the days. It takes a lot of energy. It takes, you know, there's some like we spoke about in, the, in, like we spoke about in the interview. There's one thing that you have to like just hold on to, and that might be your only light to get through the days. And sometimes that is just how it is. So make sure you follow her. You connect with her if you want to know more about her. Um, in our next segment, we're going to go through company updates as soon as I get done dealing with the grumpy two-year-old who is trying to get the dirt off the table. Yeah. Say
2: Say something. Catch it, catch
0: it, catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. I want boys, <laughs> but will come back. in a People
2: see your chance of
0: Okay, so company updates. What is happening with Geek Empowered? So we are still doing web design and front-end development. That is still a thing. Um, There are a bunch of events coming up. So right now, I have collaborated with Colony 5, or I am a part of Colony 5. That is the better terms for it. And Colony 5 is hosting a few events towards the end of February that we are inviting the public to. So let's talk about event number one shy hack night shy hack night is a hackathon that occurs every single tuesday of the week at the brain tree space they are in the brain tree space where they bring a bunch of tech people together and they specifically work on civic tech projects and they bring in the community and we talk about different topics and we also break out into different sessions and work on different projects what Colony 5 is doing on the 20? let me look, on the 28th of February, Colony 5 is hosting a satellite shy hack night. So we're going to be hosting an event where we're going to bring a panel and I'm going to be on the panel. The founder of Civic Tech Collective is going to be on the panel and we are inviting a special guest. I won't say who, I won't say who because uh, one I haven't confirmed yet, but we're bringing a special guest onto that panel so we could talk about our careers in tech, our journey, how we got there, and all the different things about how to, you know, make it work because it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard to make it work. So we're going to have that event on the 28th. Um, details are still pending. Only thing that's really confirmed is the date. And I know for sure I'll be there. But once we get the location and everything else, I'll let you guys know. Um, But it is local. It is in Chicago. So I'm sorry if you are not in Chicago. I'll try to record as much of the event as I can so I can share with you guys via Instagram or Facebook. So I'm looking forward to that event. Um, The second thing that is happening, which this took me by surprise. This definitely took me by surprise. I didn't find out until earlier this week. That um, Wu-Tang Clan is coming to Chicago, and they are doing an event. We are hosting an event with Wu-Tang Clan and some other people. I can't give the names yet because we're waiting for confirmations, but we are having another event towards the end of February. We're going to host a panel event at UI Labs in Chicago, and that's going to be fun. I can't wait for that to happen Again, if you're not local, I'm so sorry. You're gonna to have to look on our Instagram and we're gonna do a live feed from our Instagram so you can see what it's like to kind of, you know, work through that event. More updates. We are changing the website again. Why? Because that's what we do. Because <laughs> that's what we do. We constantly change the website. We are changing it up again. We are changing it because, um, yes, we are continuing to do our services our web design services our web development service we're going to continue to do that but we're also offering more stuff and we want the website to reflect what is happening in real life um i may have spoke a little bit before about our collaboration with civic tech collective where we're offering a membership and we're also doing more workshops and i need to put out there when these workshops are coming up because you know they're coming and nobody knows about it yet so we're changing up the website um, the podcast is back as you are listening to it now you can obviously tell that it's back um, the YouTube series is on hold for now until we figure out until we start spinning up the next series um let's see that is all that I can think of off the top of my head and there's a lot more that I'm missing out on but yeah that is company updates for you and stay tuned <laughs> So that is it for today's episode of Geek Empowered. Um, if you like to follow us more, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Geek Empowered. Also, you can subscribe to our newsletter at GeekEmpowered.com. You can also follow us on Instagram where we are the most active. Instagram.com slash Geek That is G-E-E-K-E-M-P-O-W-E-R-E-D. And... As always, stay tuned, stay loved, and we will see you next time. I'm going to go back to grilling cheese sandwiches. I feel like I started off this morning flipping pancakes. I am ending this. Grilling cheese sandwiches. Wish me the best. All right? Bye. (laughs) Baby! <laughs>